So before we get started, I want to tell you about the best thing that has happened to the podcasting world, and that is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You can go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. You can even find it on the App Store of any iPhone or Android. The app is called Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. Why is she getting 500 likes on her picture and I'm only getting 12, you know? Like, oh, it's because she's way prettier. Well, maybe I need to be prettier, you know? Is there a certain filter that will hide the blemishes in my face, hide the imperfections so that I will be accepted by my peers more? When, in reality, those blemishes and imperfections are what make you so beautiful and make you who you are and they make you unique and special and if you cannot see that within yourself that is going to put you into a dark mental place Alright, so today I want to talk about social media and mental health. I think by now we all kind of understand or know a little bit about the way that social media is impacting our lives and changing our lives, uh, whether for the good or the bad. Um, and this is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Um, especially after reading the book Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. I believe that's who wrote it. Um, anyways, I have always been, I mean, not always. In the beginning with social media, it wasn't something I ever really thought about. I don't think anybody really thought about the way that it was impacting our mental health and or the way that it's impacting society and the way that we live our lives and the control that it has over our lives at least that's where it's at today um it wasn't so apparent back then we had no idea where this was gonna take us and um it's it's something that i think we really need to pay attention to we've had so much information come out in the last few years like the documentary, The Social Dilemma, and also this whistleblower that came out, what, it was like a week ago, you know, she came out and, and told us how Facebook, Facebook was using us, uh, as a product, and, um, 
Facebook's basic, uh, their principles behind their business model was to completely disregard the human, but to maximize profit. And, um, you know, after that happened, there was a whole shutdown of all Facebook products. It was really weird and kind of really makes you think, you know, what was going on behind the scenes. Of course, Facebook came out with some uh, reasons and some excuses as to why this happened. But for those of us who understand the way that corporations manipulate us and control our lives, it, it makes you kind of think, you know, was there something more sinister happening behind the scenes at the same time at the same day it was there was a, a leak or uh, an article I forgot exactly where it was but it was saying that something like 1.5 billion people had sensitive information leaked at the same time that Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp all went down and crashed that day um, so apart from all of that, I really want to focus on um, the mental health aspect and what is going on in our personal lives because of the way that this app is affecting us. And like I said, I mentioned Social Dilemma. And, um, <clears throat> and so we have to look very deeply and introspectively at these uh, social media apps and understand that there are a lot of great benefits that come from it. I, for one, after what, after 18 years, maybe 16, 17, 18 years of never talking to my father, got a hold of him on Facebook. Social media does a lot of great things and we can use them as very powerful tools to enhance our lives uh, for people who run businesses on social media. I mean, there are a lot of pros, but there are a lot of cons as well. And I think those cons come with this uh, new emerging technology, this new way of life that we as human beings are starting to experience. It's something so different than we have ever known throughout our evolutionary history. Our evolutionary history was very slow. It was a slow upward climb for a very long time. This slow upward climb eventually got to a, a very steep climb. And that's where we're at now, especially with technology and the rate at which it's changing our lives. Um, so it's so brand new and it's happening so fast, it's understandable as to why we have not really got a grip on it yet. And I think we will eventually get a grip on uh, the way that we interact with social media in our everyday lives. Um, I just think that's gonna come with <clears throat> a little bit more time and also the research that we're putting into uh, these things and also us having these conversations. I think it's going to come down to our own responsibility and ownership over our own lives. I'm hoping that these avenues of expression and discussion won't be censored to the point where we can't even talk about these things, which is a reality, which is a possibility because um, we see the way that these 
companies or anything that has power does not want to let go of its power. I don't want to go into the doom and gloom. I'm going to do that on the next video. We're going to talk about the way that these companies can control our lives. But um, without going into the doom and gloom and looking at the more positive aspect of social media or how can we have a positive relationship with social media? How can we not let it control our mental states, who we are and who we become and the way that we vote or the way that we make decisions in our everyday lives, the way that we feel about ourselves? We do have to take ownership of our decisions and our mental health. And that's something that I, I have really touched on with a lot of people when I talk about these things in my own personal circles. When we talk about social media and the way that it affects us in our day-to-day -day lives, we see there is this massive mental health crisis that is going on right now. Uh, mental health has always been an issue, but with social media and this, you know, it's a new media, it's a new way of life that's happened so fast, uh, and we're still learning how to adapt, and we're still evolving with it, and it seems as if it's growing so fast that it has surpassed our own evolution. We don't evolve that fast. Um, but it's having a massive effect on the mental health of a lot of young people and even old, you know, older generations. Um, you see older generations getting uh, bit by the bug of the social media arguments and getting in there and thinking, you know, especially baby boomers, man, they are the generation of sociopaths where everything is about them and they wonder where younger generations got it from. That's a different topic for a different time, but social media is affecting mental health in such a way where we all understand, you know, how many reactions you get to a post uh, boosts dopamine. It's, it's like a drug, right? It's, the science is there. It's been proven that, you know, when we get a, a like or a, a heart reaction or somebody shares our content or the dopamine that that produces makes you feel good and you want more of it. You know, you want that dopamine rush and so that, you know, 10 likes isn't enough. At a certain point, 20 likes isn't enough. At a certain point, you get 100 likes and it's like, that feels so amazing. But, you know, you post something similar and you don't get those 100 likes. And then a lot of people are getting depressed by the fact that they are not being accept accepted by their peers on these social media platforms. It's not getting, giving them the self-confidence boost that they need in their everyday life. And this is a problem because we are looking towards social media for this, uh, for the, you know, instant gratification. We need gratification through uh, social media apps, likes, and posts. And we look towards that so much that we fail to look at the things in our own space that we can control, um, in our own personal lives. We depend on internet activity 
to give us gratification instead of realizing that gratification comes within. It comes from accepting and loving yourself. Um, it, it's, it, when we base it on the way other people see us, that leads to, that, that leads to the depression, the epidemic that we see in depression. It, it leads to, you know, why is she getting 500 likes on her picture and I'm only getting 12, you know? Like, oh, it's because she's way prettier. Well, maybe I need to be prettier, you know? Is there a certain filter that will hide the blemishes in my face? hide the imperfections so that I will be accepted by my peers more. When, in reality, those blemishes and imperfections are what make you so beautiful and make you who you are. They make you unique and special. And if you cannot see that within yourself, that is going to put you into a dark mental place. But of course, if you're somebody that people like and you're getting a lot of uh, this confidence boost by uh, reactions on your social media platforms that boosts you up and you start getting this positive energy and everything is great people love you um, and that can be bad because you never you might not ever learn how to truly love yourself because you're depending on other people's perspective of you to boost you up and so when the day comes that there's nobody else there to boost you up you're going to feel so bad because you've never learned how to boost yourself up. That's just one of the very many things uh, wrong with social media. And like I said in the beginning of this, there can be a positive aspect to social media. And so what do we need to do? Um, this was a great topic in uh, the book Digital Minimalism, which I highly suggest people read because it talks about, you know, either... You know, you can live a happy life without social media, or you can learn how to have a healthy relationship with social media and with technology and the way that we live with these things. You know, get back to life, get back to nature, get back to a quiet mind. I think, you know, there's a, a part of the book that talks about how important solitude is and to be alone with your thoughts and to be in a quiet space instead of having so many things pull our attention and our mind in so many different directions which creates anxiety sensory overload is very real we do need a moment to step back to step outside to breathe in the fresh air to to walk alone with our thoughts be alone with our thoughts it's very important, and it, it helps you grow emotionally, intelligently. Uh, that mental health aspect of solitude, being alone. You know, too much can be bad, too much solitude. You know, we do need social interactions. But maybe have a, a social media Sabbath, you know, where you step back for a week. You know, you know just six six weeks on and one week off or six days on one day off and in the on those days off just learn to appreciate what life is without the digital medium get back in tune with who we are this all comes down to mental health and how 
we perceive ourselves and our happiness and what we're getting out of life. Let's not depend so much on our friend's perception of us, but how we feel about ourselves. This is very important, and I think that we all um, need to take a step back and look at the way these things are affecting our life. So um, at the end of the day, or just to cap this off, I want to again shout out the book Digital Minimalism. Pick it up, read it, absorb it. If, you know, if there's one thing, you know, that you look at when it comes to the mental health uh, studies in social media, I would pick that book up. It, uh, it touched on a lot of things that I kind of already knew and that I already thought and felt about, but um, it really helps put it into perspective. And I think it's something that every one of us need to read. I think our kids growing up with these mediums need to read a book like that or have parents who can explain these very important topics. I think it's going to be very important for our future for us to understand the way that these things are affecting our lives. And we got to learn how to live and grow and have happy lives with them in moderation, just like everything else. So um, if you agree with me, hit the like button. Um, if not, hit the dislike button. If you have any ideas of how we can uh, minimize the impact that social media has on our mental health, let me know. Um, I'm going to keep throwing this out there because I do want you guys to comment. I do want you guys to get involved in the conversation. It's so important for me um, to have these conversations. And if anybody wants to um, do a podcast, you know, I do want to have somebody somebody to bounce ideas off of. So if anybody's down to do that, let me know in the comment section. Let's set something up. If we can meet in person or we just do it over zoom or whatever we'll find a way to have this conversation and get it out for people um or just let's do it in the comment section um if you think this is an important message that you want other people to hear then hit share um please subscribe um i'm gonna keep bringing up these topics these very important topics and if you like the way that i think about them or discuss them or if you think that my opinion is refreshing to you when it comes to a world that is so divided by um, left and right, you know, these different bubbles that people exist within, these different biases. If my perspective is refreshing to you, then subscribe and hit the notification bell. And um, next time, we're going to talk about the way these big tech giants just might be the future governments that control our reality here on this planet and beyond. So thank you for watching and I'll see you guys next time.